You guys know that yoga is super popular now, and there have been a lot of offshoots of yoga, different types, like naked yoga and goat yoga. Well, there's now drunk yoga. Just when you thought we'd seen everything, every kind of quirky yoga class out there, we came across something that tops even naked yoga. The Grey Lady in New York City is hosting a drunk yoga class, Gothamist reports. But while it sounds entertaining, it may not be the healthiest or safest form of exercise. The class is taught by Eli Walker. It costs $30. It's a basic vinyasa class alongside an open bar with unlimited wine, which students can bring with them to their mats. <laughs> I mean, why would you bring yoga to your mat? You're going to knock it over in one of these poses. Man, have you ever been to a yoga class in New York? They're packed. You're like on a mat that's right next to this lady's armpit. You're going to knock over everybody's wine. It's just going to be wine all over the floor. This is a terrible idea. By the way, I've been to the Grey Lady in New York City. I've played music there before. So Walker claims that he's had a lot of people, whether in class or friends or people he's met at parties that say, I'd like to try yoga, but I can't because I'm not flexible or I'm too afraid to look stupid. So Walker thought, hey, it'd be fun to turn yoga into more of a party. What if he made it into a game, made it so it's comfortable for everybody? So that's where the idea of drunk yoga came. Walker believes that sometimes you need some liquid courage to give the tough poses a shot. He says that one of his students said he can't touch his toes on a day-to-day -day basis, but when he's doing drunk yoga, he can touch his toes. It makes him feel empowered to do something he thinks he can't with his body. Yeah, it also can cause an injury, right? When you're a little tipsy, you'll do things in your body's signals that let you know that you're doing the wrong thing. They don't, they don't come to you quickly. So then you overexert yourself or you pull a muscle or something. It's, this is very dangerous in my opinion. The article goes on to say what I just said, which was that alcohol impairs your judgment. It may leave you more prone to injury during exercise. And because it's a diuretic, it makes you pee. This can cause you to lose fluids and electrolytes, which are both essential for workouts. Duh. So booze may liven up a yoga class, but it's definitely not the best exercise drink. If you're looking for a silly way to do yoga, though, it's probably best to sign up for a class with cats in the studio and save the wine for afterward. Ooh, yoga with cats. That sounds dreamy. I need to do some research on that, huh, guys? This is Jonesy with Weird AF News. Guys, make sure you favorite my station. Give me an applause break. Write a comment. Call in if you feel like it. If one of my weird stories resonates with you, please give me some feedback on it. Call in, make a comment. I'll publish these. I like hearing from you. Those of you who are beer drinkers might love this news. Sam Adams just released a $200 beer. The problem? It's illegal in 12 states. It's too strong! <laughs> Damn you, Sam Adams! Oh man, if you're a fan of high ABV beer, you're going to want to try Samuel Adams' Utopius Craft Beer, an extremely rare and highly alcoholic barrel-aged beer that they only make every two years. But good luck finding a bottle. To brew this 28% ABV beer, which comes with a $199 price tag and is so alcoholic it's banned in 12 states, Samuel Adams starts with a blend of two-row pale malt combined with Munich and Caramel 60 malts, which gives the beer its deep ruby color. There's three varieties of German hops, and once the beer is brewed, special yeast strains are added, including one that's usually used in the making of champagne, and what's called a ninja yeast, which can survive in a highly alcoholic environment. Now, Jim Koch, the founder of Boston Beer Company, says his original idea for Utopias was to push the boundaries of craft beer by brewing an extreme beer that was unlike anything any brewer had conceived. This year's Utopias is a blend of multiple batches, some of which have been aged up to 24 years in a variety of barrels. 
The special brewing and aging process delivers a non-carbonated beer since the high alcohol levels destroy any CO2. The final product tastes much more like a vintage port, an old cognac, or a fine sherry. I've never had a beer quite like that. I'd love to try this, but I can't afford it. Can any of you just send me a bottle of this, please? <laughs> that would be sweet. I'll give you my address. It's very limited. Only 68 wooden casks of Utopias were made this year, which means only 13,000 bottles will go on sale in the United States this time around. Because of the high alcohol content, it legally cannot be sold in 12 states, including Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Mississippi, Montana, New Hampshire, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vermont, and Washington. Ooh, I almost got through it without messing up. And Washington. <laughs> I could be one of those fast voices on a commercial. Shoot. By the way, 28%, that's super high. The most I've ever had is probably, geez, I think there's like a 14 or 16% at the uh, pub in my neighborhood. So guys, do you want to try this beer? What do you think of this? Where are my beer lovers at? And any of you rich and want to just FedEx me one of these beers? Or how about a whole case? That would be sweet. Look, guys, I don't ask for much in life, but how about some delicious beer for me? Beer that is so strong it might kill me. I love it. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday orange chicken. <laughs> yes, orange chicken, the gift to American Chinese food, turns 30 years old, and I couldn't be happier. I love orange chicken. It is a delicious, sweet chicken dish. Mm. Do you guys like orange chicken? Well, Panda Express, the country's largest Chinese-American fast food chain, claims to have created orange chicken, their signature dish. 30 years ago this week. Orange chicken is probably one of the most genius creations in the past 30 years, says Chef Jimmy Wang, who works out of Panda Express's Innovation Kitchen in Pasadena. It's taking everything that we love, crispy fried chicken tossed with savory sweet and sour sauce that really hits all the senses and taste buds in your mouth. Wang says Panda Express uses dark chicken meat coated with a light batter. The sauce is a balancing act of sweet and sour, a little yin, with brown sugar and honey, a little yang, Chinese black vinegar sauce, and more. Oh, I want some! <laughs> I can't control myself, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> Wang said that they also use a little garlic and some crushed chili to give it a little kick, but not too much. For a little bragging rights, Chef Andy Kayo is credited with inventing orange chicken in 1987. He says the dish is a variation of another fan favorite, General Tsao's chicken. Yeah, that is true. They're very similar, right? It's a little lightly battered chicken with a sauce on it, some little pepper spices. It's very, very similar. I love orange chicken, by the way. I get it. Well, I don't eat Chinese food very often, but when I do, orange chicken is always on my mind. I may not get it, but I always look at it on the menu and go, mmm, it'd be nice to have some orange chicken, wouldn't it? What's your favorite Chinese food dish? Call into Weird AF News and let me know. I'll play it on the station. Let's get into a conversation. Let's talk about food. Food's a wonderful thing. It makes us all happy, and Chinese food makes us really happy. By the way, I live in Chinatown. If you guys ever want to visit me, I'll take you to this dope place. Really, really good Chinese food here. It's Jonesy, Weird AF News.